Oh yeah, it's date night with Jake and Paige, y'all, where you meet some of Charlotte's finest couples. So pull up your seat, grab a glass of wine. It's time to talk about things like laundry and taxes and the dentist and also making sweet cupcakes for your son's elementary class, which is kind of annoying because you don't really care about those other kids. So why are you doing it? We're going to find out with date night. Yeah. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Date Night with Jake and Paige as we navigate what? I thought you were going to give the number and I was like, if you off the top of your head know what date night number this is still at this point. No, I... How fun is it to have have done enough podcasts to lose track of how many we've done? I can't believe it. I know. I cannot believe it. We had Anna Marie Temple and John Temple. Doctors. Excuse Anna me. Anna Maria Temple and, and Dr. Couple John goals. Temple. Yeah. I mean, they're both doctors. They are published authors they are like a tag team marketing machine doing virtual classes so the mo- you would think if you met two doctors that that would be the most interesting thing about them right like oh you're both doctors which type of medicine do you practice what is what's your you know what what do you guys come into in your daily lives we started off this podcast with an escape from a communist regime in mm. Romania and yeah. a guy who used to what what was he doing like like a What's the word I'm looking for? You're painting. What are your hands doing? You <laughs> look like you're painting. I'm attacking a car. Didn't he say he was like, he was destroyed? He was, it was vandal. Oh, vandal. Thank you. And his yes. dad was a cop and he got arrested by his dad's coworkers. Not painting. But then like Not as painting. the episode went on, there were more and more things like he was a D1 athlete and- how they knew each other, they followed each other around to schools, but then they went to all these fancy parties, may or may not have been at the Playboy Mansion. Mm-hmm. May or may not have been disappointed by the Playboy Mansion. Sorry, Oh, you. yeah, no kidding. You have. Uh, yeah, but, you know, it's just interesting how this podcast keeps evolving, right? So we had Vani Hari, the food babe on, and Vani and Anna Maria, they run in a lot of the same circles. Right. And so you've had a relationship with her through the show, and she reached out. She's like, hey, I want to come on the pod and talk about the success I'm seeing with, you know, the health with youth. People Youths. who have pulled their heads out of their butts and started to listen to what she says. So she she came on a couple months ago to talk with me on Good Day about her book that's called The Rule of Five. The, the subtext is it's called A Parent's Guide to Raising Healthy Kids in an Unhealthy World. And it is so, like, she, she, she breaks down basically what happened with her own kids and all their eczema and allergies and all these things that basically she discovered was treatable with food instead of with medicine. So that part I find particularly interesting also. But... It took us a while to get there because the rest of their story was so interesting beforehand. Yeah, I I, frankly, I'm just ready to have someone on that doesn't tell me that my Jimmy Dean sausage breakfast sandwiches are a disaster. Hey, 75 soft. You're not eating them right now. We are starting 75 soft, so that kind of ties into that. 75 days of basically living healthy. That's what it is. There's all these rules. We've taken 75 (laughs) hard and distilled it way down, but really, it's just living healthy. And then we need a program. We need a program. We do need a program. And we're also staying busy with our book. Yes, we just did the uh, first recording for it. We did. We just recorded the the prologue, and holy crap, we're pregnant. It's available on Amazon, holycrapbooks.com, wherever you get books, and we're all over the place. We are pushing this You're thing You're probably hard. tired of us posting uh-huh. about it if you follow on social media, but if you know anyone who's pregnant or ever has been, that's what I say, get it for them. Uh, great for baby shower gifts, great for people who want to relive the most traumatic experience of their lives. Yes, we've got more content on that coming soon, but for now, listen to this podcast. So we're fascinated by you guys already. We were just looking through because you answered the questionnaires, which not everyone does. Really? Yeah. Wait, A, I thought, I don't know why, I, here, I, me and my like bubble, I assumed you were Latina. Everybody does. Does everybody? Everybody speaks Spanish to me. Oh, huh. And uh-huh. when they have to fill out, you know when you fill out the questionnaire, like what, 
like what your race is. If somebody's filling it out for me, like if I, when I was giving birth and like at a doctor's office, he would sit there. He's like, watch this. And he watches what they do. And they, they hover over the other or Latino every single time. <laughs> I'm sure. I call what's, what's your maiden last or your, Marinesc- your maiden name? Marinescu. Marinescu. Ah. Is that very Romanian? Okay. So, yeah. I'm not ESCU, as familiar with yeah, right. No, I mean who is, but right. ESCU is very the Romanian. famous Romanian dictator Ceausescu. He was of oh. the Eastern Bloc. So oh, the Ch- oh, Escu. Oh, the, the only Romanian I could think of was Nadia Nadia Comaneci, Comaneci. Comaneci. which right. doesn't really. Yes, that but yes. seems like something you've researched. Well, her family defected because they were the <laughs> darkest lived, of the yeah. Iron. Well, that Eastern was a block. That so. was also a research joke. The whole, like, you and I are my research buddies. Oh, I missed God. it. Yeah. Uh, wait, but wait. You know, you lobbed that one up for oh, me. I he did. did. I, I just totally there ruined I it. Go again. I didn't get it either. I was, I was gone too. Okay, well, I'm off to a rusty start. All right. Yeah. Well, can you, can you give us a little bit of background there then? That sounds interesting already. Right. So I was born in Romania. Um, and we lived there until I was 11 years old. And the when I was in third grade, my father... My mom had de- decided at that time that they were going to leave the country. They're going to try to escape. And so my my aunt and uncle and two cousins were in New York. So my dad came on a visit to plan that if things looked okay, that then he's not coming back. And then he's going to send for us. So that was when I was in third grade. And in communism, when they heard that my father defected and he's no longer coming back, and my mom had put in a request for a visa to leave the country, she got fired instantly. She was like, you know, very high up in electrical engineering company. I was in third grade and I was a plot, you know, you run for class president kind of thing. Sure. And I rem- and I don't remember many things. My memory's a little, you know, foggy at, you know, Mom the old brain. age, the oh, old age. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you, I remember the teacher pulling me aside and she was like, oh, we're sorry. You can't really run in for, you can't be class president because your father went to the bad America. And I was like, oh boy, bad oh America. I was like, no, no. I'm like, which one is the bad America? And she was like, North America. And I was like, oh, no, surely he's in South America. Right. Surely. Or Canada. Yeah, some other America. uh So I went home and I said to my mom, I'm like, mom, did dad, is dad in the bad America or the good America? And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, which one is the good and which one's the bad? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, where is he? She's like, North America. And I was like, he's in the bad America and I can't be class president. In third grade, it comes across under communism. It's like, Interestingly, I still got elected. Oh, oh, excuse get me. Uh, get him. Get him. Yeah, I thought yeah. you were going to say they like shut down, like, you know, made your family so that you couldn't go leave to go get it. Because did you then have to kind of sneak out? I would imagine it's not easy to leave the country if they think that, that your dad has already defected, right? Well, they, they were like, sure, you can go. The U.S. wouldn't let us in. Oh, oh wow. Right. And so then my, they would. This so, was 84? 84. So, well, well 80. To one at that point. So it took us two and a half years without seeing my father oh my before gosh. we could actually make it to, to the States. And, you know, my mom was fired. We had no money. She sold the car and would sell like dining room furniture and then would sell plates and, you know, in order to have money so we could live because we didn't know when we would leave the country. And my dad wasn't coming back because right. if he came back, he'd be arrested. So there's that, that was it. Once you make that move, you can't. Our house was bugged. So if anyone that's read 1984, well, that's what I was going to say. The, the year, yeah, what that's an appropriate, yeah. yeah. 
literally, I live that life. And somebody's like, well, except for the TV that would tell you. And somebody goes, well, now we have that TV in our pockets all the time. So it's oh, really yeah. kind of basically. But I, we did it. Our house was bugged. So when anybody came over to actually have a conversation, they would have to go for a walk. It was always a walk. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you got to the States, did you have to learn English too? Did you speak yeah, I knew English, nothing. English growing up? No, knew nothing. And I, you're older, your, your sister's older or younger? Younger. She's two years younger. Both of you. So oh we knew gosh. nothing. And to make, you know, just really spice things up, we came here in August of, in 1984, which was a month before starting middle school. Oh, geez. So I started <laughs> wow. sixth grade, not knowing English. We had no money. I had just like two outfits to wear to a, Non-uniform. She, she had school. congenital absence of her two front teeth. Oh, let's <laughs> not forget that. <laughs> Shut She's up! A train no, wreck, train wreck. right? <laughs> Shut. Yeah. So I was missing my. Is two that what that's called? I have a friend who has that. Uh, Maddie has that. When, when teeth just don't grow in, right? Yeah, yeah the yeah. lateral, the two laterals, yes. which is like actually a more and more common. common. It? No, it's more mm -hmm. and more common because we don't eat meat. So evolution, we're losing teeth, but it's really awkward <laughs> when you're in Here sixth comes. grade. Wait, are we like diving right into the? <laughs> yeah. Evolution. Ev well, evolution and <laughs> eating wow. meat and yeah, no, We're I know. I mean, heavy on that. Like, you guys cross over a lot of like health and types of things. So I was like, are we? Is this where we're going? Are we talking about teeth and meat? Sure, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. well, good segue. Yeah. All right. Well, and meanwhile, and you're from Detroit, I was so I say, am too. Yeah. My, my, oh, I forgot my hat. I dressed up as Magnum PI for Halloween. I uh, have a Detroit hat. Dang it. Tiger set. Oh. That's yeah. how we met with That's the tiger set. Yeah. I saw that in the questionnaire. Yeah. My, my, my upbringing is not nearly as glamorous. I was going to say, sorry, try to zhuzh it up somehow. Well, he claims he claims Detroit, too, because he thinks that it gives him more strength. Why would you? But, but really, where is he? It's like Farmington Hills. No, or, or, keep or, going. Keep going. Or Flint or, or Troy going. or. Royal Oak. Royal Oak. See? <laughs> but, but he also lived I there. I knew it. But he also lived there for two weeks before moving to Pinehurst. Well, let's uh, just everybody two weeks. slow down. Let's everybody relax. <laughs> you lived there for two years. Oh, sorry. So I've countless friends. Something. Countless From friends. From zero to two. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh huh. Made long lasting relationships, dated a couple women. Oh. Uh, I still get back and I talk to, no, I'm kidding. Um, Royal Oak. But I claim Detroit in these types of conversations because I know you'll give me cred. I will. I will. Thank it, you. It's close, but it's not real. I mean, all right, I'll give you it. I feel like we're hitting it off. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are doing great. You're doing great. Who was it last time we talked to? It was, oh, um, uh, Arian and Darren. Do you know Dress My Room? Do you follow Instagram? She's like the late, the big up-and-coming interior design here. Anyway, oh. they were our last podcast guest. It hasn't posted yet. And he was like, do the, do the dads ever, or do the husbands ever do play dates after? Is this like our play date? I was like, <laughs> Absolutely. Play date. Well, I would love to do a play date. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but your dad, I was going to say, I bet you have some stories because your dad was a cop. In well, Detroit, right. So right? We, didn't inter we didn't live in inner city Detroit by choice. There's a law there. If you're a cop in Detroit, you have to live within the city limits. Oh. So uh, you don't really have a choice. And so it was, uh, yeah, I mean, in the 70s and 80s, kind of the, the urban sprawl and kind of yeah. the ghetto and kind of started overtaking you. And so uh, it was a bit, my dad was a kind of a hard guy, mm -hmm. uh, as you can imagine. You have to be to be a uh, Detroit cop for 20 years. Sure. Um, I mean, look at me. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 clearly. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you could see, I, I read Detroit, so. Uh, uh, it didn't help that I had some dis major discipline problems as a kid. Uh, I know you said that, so do you mean like what, Yeah, like, self-proclaimed a lot of trouble in your questionnaire. Well, yeah, I just, uh, 
Do it. Uh, Let's go now. We can get it off your chest. Just this is the moment. From stealing stuff off of cars yes. and hood ornaments and vandalism and while your dad but, was a cop. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. but but why did you steal the hood ornaments? Because you had a plan. You weren't just vandalizing. Oh, you were flipping like, them. You know, you had an entrepreneurial. We were gonna make the big kind of wrapper necklaces. necklaces and sell them. Yeah. And these big Cadillac hood ornaments were fantastic. Uh, you know, the you know who would have bought one? Me. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, you so and I are like, very much <laughs> tracking in our entrepreneurial hobbies and research. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. But it never, what, did you get caught? Yeah. And it was one of my father's colleagues uh, that came to the house, and he was a sergeant at that point, man. So he was fairly embarrassed that his son is in the neighborhood stealing all the hood ornaments. So. You're how old? There was some physical, uh, <laughs> there was a lot of that. Uh, I was probably 12. Wow. Uh, 11 or 12. But you also have to discuss your perfume-making business that didn't go well either. Hold on. Uh, as a kid? Oh, in Detroit? I had an entrepreneurial spirit as a kid, which is now finally coming out at 47. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, we, <laughs> we decided we could make perfume if we picked enough flowers, and so we went to every rose garden in the neighborhood he and tulips and ripped all the flowers out and, and anyway, and tried to make quality perfume that we were then going to sell mm. uh, that one didn't pan out either so no, that's is that even how perfume works evidently not flowers <laughs> evidently not <laughs> you shake it up with a little alcohol and then see yeah. if that was before google before you could actually ah, research you had to right. go like to the encyclopedia britannica yep. oh, yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah. for the people that are in this age group yeah to kind of like yeah. how to make perfume that was exhausting so you're just like let's try this out yeah, yeah. and then at some point um the stars cross the stars aligned in chapel hill right for the two of you, is that yeah. where you guys met? You know, we both school. went to Chapel Hill too. Did you? Yeah. No, not yeah. medical school. But <laughs> no, not undergrad. Medical. Okay, yeah. where'd you stay? Where'd you live? Uh, I lived in oh, Cobb. The with f- their fancy dorms. Oh, fancy <laughs> for dorms. the athletes. No, I didn't even live in an athlete dorm. Mm. I lived in the all girls dorm, Cobb. Mm-hmm. Well, I lived in Morrison. <laughs> Morrison. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 yeah. South mm-hmm. Campus. Ninth, yeah. ninth floor, seventh floor. Two years in Morrison, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, to me, it was just a, a natural extension from Detroit. And just kept <laughs> building yeah, Ch- up. Chapel Hill in Detroit is just, it's just, you don't even feel like you're a different place. Morrison in Detroit. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> Motown, baby. You guys must Motown. not have lived in dorms, did you? If well, you she was there all eight years. I only went to med school there. Oh, all eight years? You did undergrad and med school there? Yeah, I was there oh, forever. Wow. And I lived in Granville Towers. Yes. Oh, you were fancy. Right. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. no, I was super fancy because I talked to my parents because I was from New Jersey. So I'm like, well, I'm going, you know, eight hours away. Yeah. And I heard about this dorm and security because now, when I went to college in 91, there was no dorm security. There, you don't, like, lock the door. You just, like, walked in anywhere you wanted to. And is there dorm security now? I mean, Oh, yeah, now everything is, like, keys swipes. and swipes oh, yeah. and whatever. Yeah. So they had they had security, and we had, like, an all-girls. All and so I sold my parents on the all-girls and security because, you know, I'm so far away from home, and my parents were like, oh, my God, obviously, yeah. the poor child, yeah. you know, or so, she was going to be endangered. You know, I, not that I, I'm sure I was really safe for the whole time I was in college anyway but right. anywho and then when my parents came they're like wait that's the dorm we were paying for like why are we paying so this much money for this apartment it like seems... it's prime location on Franklin Street wait a minute do we yeah. get hoodwinked right yeah. across from he's hoodwinked. not here yeah, I mean, and also, yeah. doesn't Granville also I forget what the, you have your it's like a shared bathroom right so you have better bathrooms oh yeah, yeah. you have bathrooms you and you have your own pri- pool cafeteria so yeah. I would be studying all by the bas- the- that's where they put the basketball for anyone not yes all the basketball players I would hang out with the basketball players because technically it's a dorm so they can get away with it with like NCAA they can (laughs) (laughs) we just yeah no, I don't yeah. know that because, believe me, I probably, looking back on college, I would have loved to have known that for the reason you're thinking. Sure. It was not for that reason, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. It's because I too was an athlete. Ah, uh, you are quotes. bright red. I know. You're, you're so red. You're okay. so red. The, the things you're hiding right now, it's all over your face. It's fine. Yeah. Nope. It's fine. Such, there's literally, I like sure. I said, I. You seem to really be struggling <laughs> yeah. to find words here. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should take over, uh, Jake. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to flashback to the year 2000. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It's a good flashback. Uh, and then, so how did you guys meet at, in Chapel Hill? Because everything sort of like launched from there, right? For you two, because then you yeah. went to your residency at the same place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so we're in our first year of med school, probably the third, fourth day of class, well, even sooner than that, first day of class. And someone saunters in. She's and she had a. She was very alternative. You know, in high school, she had like a shaved head and a goth, all black. Really, black oh. nail polish, the whole deal. Yeah. So she was still a bit alternative, and she comes in with her hair slicked back. Wearing a Detroit Tigers hat. Stop. Oh, that's right. So from who? I'm like mm. one of the basketball wow. players. Number one, I always had a thing for 100%. Latino girls. I still do. <laughs> but the Love thing it. is, yep. the Latin girls Close never enough. never liked me. So I found a Romanian that looks Latin who liked me. Bonus. So I thought. So I was like, boom. I'm like, you're a Detroit Tigers fan. She's like, oh no, it's my boyfriend's. Just. Kind of just, yeah, just, yeah. just shot me down. I've heard this down. story for 25 years. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He brings it up every time. So, <laughs> and I'm like, well, and I kind of went my way. She went her way. But kind of the our paths kept crossing. And sure. uh, and I had a girlfriend at the time who was. Oh, oh wait a minute. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I, I was Everybody's her. skeletons are coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I was willing like, to shed shed that if, you know, there was a, an agreement there. So, uh so we met out a few times and um, kind of with, with a group of people. And then she, uh, we, we, I think we decided, hey, kind of we're interested in each other. She broke up with her girl, boyfriend. I broke up with my girlfriend. And she said, all right, I'm going to go away on a ski weekend with a guy. And I'm like, touche. So I hooked up with her best friend. <laughs> oh, oh shot. and you know. sure. it worked like Charm. She oh. came back. She goes, you hooked up with who? And I'm, I'm like, you have no right to be mad at me. You were off on a ski weekend with some dude. Tell me she was actually Latina. Not and her best okay. friend. Okay, yeah, no. Okay. No. Like, oh, no, wait white. a minute. Oh. Just a generic, oh, generic no, white girl. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No. Lame. Yeah. Yeah. no spice. Lame white girl. Yeah. So when she gets back on Monday, she sees me in class and finds out. She's like, can I speak to you outside? I'm like, I like walk out to the principal's office out there. And she's like. You know, basically says, I heard you hooked up with Liz. And uh, I'm like, yeah. And she goes, well, then I guess we don't, we're going to be done. And I go, well, do you want it to be done? She's like, no. <laughs> so I said, well, let's do it. And, and the rest is history? And the rest is history. Wow. History. Wow. Sorry, so how did Liz feel about that? Yeah. Or your ski guy? Oh, ski guys. It was just like, it was so, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it was like not, it was like a fun kind of thing, but it wasn't, it wasn't the thing. Yeah. I really had the hots for him. This one, not the ski guy, him. Not the ski guy. She's pointing at John. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you can't see me on a podcast. Yeah, it's really hard to see. Six foot stuffed bear. Yeah. That's what you're pointing Yeah. She likes him. So you guys, so that was what you're, you were med school, I guess. Yeah, this is like 95. Okay. And then you got married after that? We got married in 98. School? Yeah. No, in middle of med school. Like, oh, wow. So when I started med school, I was like, I'm never dating anyone in my class. And I'm not going to get married be- in during med school because I am a woman and taking over the world. Okay. So I dated him, you know, first within the first couple of months of med school, dating the guy <laughs> in my class. I got married. We got married in third year of medical school. And then after that, yeah, we. Yeah, then we went. basically went to 
residency. Pe- Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you guys have, I imagine, because you're, I don't even know if we'll say in the intro, but you're both doctors. You're an orthopedic surgeon and you are a holistic pediatrician. Is that the correct title? Yes. or Yeah. Okay. That's what, yes. That's how you put, like on your business card, that's what it would yes. say? So is it like, well, I feel like if people, it, having two doctors married to each other, I imagine that like back when we used to go to cocktail parties and Christmas parties, is like if someone went to, like you can't say what college you went to if you went to like Harvard without people just being like, ooh, like nobody can get past it in the conversation. When you're like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a doctor. Oh, and and that's your husband. Oh, what does your husband do? Like, oh, he's a doctor. And is everyone just always like, oh. No, actually, you know what they say? They go like this. They're like, what? He's an orthopedic surgeon. Can you do you know this my- arm <laughs> that I have this pain that every time, yeah. and I'm like, I'm oh my so gosh, like I'm having a martini. Like he's so literally I, like. I tell everyone I'm a plumber now because Smart. they're not yeah. going to tell you about their, their toilet that's clogged right. yeah. on planes. It works like a charm. Otherwise, for an hour on a plane, I'll sit next to someone they'll tell me every single ailment and hurt because body part. aches and pains is like oh it's safe to talk about why my elbow hurts and so they feel right. like it's always a green light so yeah. we just did a, a podcast that Paige mentioned the last episode that we have not posted yet and this poor guy he's a chiropractor and I had just thrown out my back because I'm a hundred years old I had just thrown out my back and like the first five they minutes like, I'm like and, and Paige is like <laughs> she's like you should you really need to just leave him alone you just really, I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm, well, my back hurts. Leave me alone. It's but I can imagine there's schmucks I like mean, me. I mean, we were interviewing a real estate yeah. agent one time, and she she brought her MRI with her. Oh, my God. Wait, so, she was here to be to do your house. We said, we're she... going to sell our house, and we were interviewing a real estate agent, and she goes, and by the way, before I leave, and whips out her MRI. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we've been in the middle of a workout. Anyway, we're working like out that. with a private trainer. Yeah. Like, he and I are having a private session yeah. where I'm pushing the sled and I'm cursing the day <laughs> that that man was born, right? Mm-hmm. And as we're pushing, <clears throat> there's another lady that had finished her workout and was just cooling down. She literally stops us in the middle of pushing the sled <laughs> to have him look at her knee. Mm. And I'm like, Wait, what is happening? He's trying to get. A, he's paying for this hour too, right? And I was like, yeah. "You're done." It I'm always like, makes her more angry than it does. Oh, it. I get. Well, I like nice. lose my mind, yeah. and I'm literally like, "Yeah, no, that's not gonna happen." I'm like, <laughs> "Wait, tell him." I think you were checking on the dogs or something. Tell him our workout connection, sort of. Ah, uh, well, I think there's two connections two, actually. Yeah. Workout so, connection. Well, wait, so, wait, do we uh, hear? First of all, so Michelle Crawford, we used to do her classes at the Morrison, yeah, many years ago. Many years really? Ago. Yeah. Who, mm-hmm. And um, surprise, you're still. And, and then, moving. and then, yeah, yeah. One of my best friends, he used to do all this Krav Maga stuff, and every day he'd go, "God, I gotta go today." And they put me with this guy who's just an animal, and he beats the crap out of me. And he'd come back just bruised, and I go, "What is this guy doing?" You, oh, he's he's like an ex football player or something, Casey Crawford, and he's just beating the shit out of me. That's and amazing. Yeah, you're good. You're good. So then there's that, <laughs> and then I heard Emily Breeze <laughs> is part of this. Wow. Yes. So like eight oh, you didn't tell me the Breeze connection. <clears throat> By the way, for listeners who are not familiar, Michelle Crawford is my sister-in-law. <laughs> Casey Crawford is my brother. Oh, wait, did you catch that? <laughs> what? He goes, and then I learned Emily Breeze is part of this, and he like swirls uh, his yeah, hand this, around. This weird this thing you weird. guys got going. <laughs> the little, little, little Waco you got back here. Right. Right. You're never leaving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lock the door. Don't ask weird. water. Yeah. So, so we went to some shishi resort, and I tried a Thai massage. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's great. Shot and so I, and I look in Charlotte, and I'm like, I wonder who does this. So I find this woman. Oh, she does Thai massage. 
And this woman gets me in there and, and just breaks me like a pretzel. I almost was crying through the entire thing. And I came home and I go, oh my gosh. I go, this woman did things to me. I can never talk about it again. I'm terrified of her. And it comes to find out it's, it's her. I never, I never went back. It was and so And she's like this big, by the way. Like, oh, yeah, I don't know I, how she hurts people like yeah, that. Yeah, I like limped out of there like she was oh having me in like a figure gosh. four leg lock. And I'm like, ah. okay, I'm going to put a disclaimer. I'm going to, he is really delicate. I mean, oh, it sounds like massages. she was evil. He's really massages. delicate. Just like he's, his type of massage, unless he gets petted, anything more than petting, yeah. he's dying. Like, a back so, I was a college athlete. I could, could, oh, yeah. Yeah, he anyway. can, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on massages, actually. I do not like, I'm like, if it hurts, yeah, yeah. no. J- just back tickle. Like, that's the, just, yes, if pet, I had enough money, I would hire a personal a chef and a, and a private back tickler. Like, an all-the-time back tickler. Ooh, that's a good one, right? right? That's a good one, yeah. In? Okay, good. Yeah. I have enough. I'll, I'll, I'll like, send them your way, too. because entrepreneurs here, right? I feel like that's an opportunity. Back tickling. Yeah. No, there's there's those things. Haven't you guys seen those? No way. No, we've run those creepy stories before. Um, you know how, like, I'm getting on GoDaddy right now. At the end yeah. of a newscast, there'll be like a silly story to end it. We've run stories on um, like cuddle uh, cuddle businesses. Yeah. Where you can go and you can Professional pay. cuddlers. Yes. And there's rules like you can't touch in certain spots. You right. can't, you know, all these like whatevers. But you can pay to just go snuggle someone for like 30 minutes. Stop. Uh, it's kind of sad when you think, isn't it? Like at, to think uh, that, you the, that somebody like, needs that. No, it's the, not even the, that. Like the, that somebody uh, needs that. At the that. aforementioned yeah. resort we were at, right. I signed up for a thing I didn't know. She held me. Wait, it was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever Stop. been through in my life. Wait, Stop. what? Yeah. It started with because he. I know how he <laughs> likes these complicated Asian names. <laughs> no, I don't sign up for that. <laughs> no, he. So he goes, just sign me up for stuff, and so I was signing oh, him up. Oh, you were there too. Yeah, so we go to this. It, well. And back in the day yeah. when you could, we, yeah. it's Miraval Resort out in Arizona. And, Ooh, yeah, it is amazing. And so you go there and you have all these different spa things. You can do hot stone and massage and facials and you work out and you eat like most amazing food. You come out of there like a new human. Yeah. But w- one of the things he was like, well, I don't want to be signed up for a torture device kind of thing. So I was like, oh, Reiki or Reiki is sounds really amazing, more in the petting category. I've cut heard of that. So that- I signed him up for it. He comes out and he's like, <laughs> she held me for an hour. <laughs> so first she just rubbed my head and then she just grabs my head and holds it and I'm like yeah, there's that moment of like do I say something can I get out of this then I just went with it I go alright I guess she's just gonna hold me for a while oh, that's so awkward awful. I can't even imagine yeah, an good. hour oh my god that's an so hour alright Penn State together sorry Penn State together wait also you play basketball I forgot that do you know that Breeze played basketball at Winthrop too Really? That's another small world. The, the, the reason we came to Charlotte so I could be the Winthrop team doctor, that's how it came full circle. Oh, that's why wow. I went to be an orthopedic surgeon because I like my orthopedic surgeon at Winthrop. Sure, sure, sure. And after that, I, my whole goal was to come back and be the team doctor where I played. So we had my same trainer. Oh, how it was cool kind of cool. That? Wow. That's really fun. Uh, yeah, so I did that for 10 years. My, did you get have get hurt in college? Is that why you. I just broke a hands and stuff like that, just enough to see the orthopedic surgeon. One day I wanted to be an engineer and he go, I go, what do you do? He goes, I'm an orthopedic surgeon. I go, well, that sounds cool. What do you do? And he goes, oh, I work with athletes and I do surgery. I go, well, I'll do that. I just decided one day, I go, okay, I'll do that. Huh. Uh, it was one of those things. Yeah. So. Very cool. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, you were a very famous college basketball player. That's, we wanted to get that in. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're record-breaking. <laughs> yep. Just slide that in. Um, all right. Then you're off to Penn State. And yep. so, at this point, are you guys scheming like, because, again, we've done some research on you and the way you guys talk about each other is awesome. Just so you know, you filled out these things separately and there were tons of Very overlapping cute. answers and we, a lot we of we it think is, you're gonna make it yeah and we did we did and i did he goes would you say i'm like it specifically says you can't I share know. answers Ew, John, i know cheat. i cheated all board games but anyway he's a cheater well. and a lot of it is like you know we think we could take over the world together so like at, at what 
At Penn State, is that when it started? You guys kind of talked about, like, no? All right. I think at Penn State, we were like, are we going to make it through this month? Because we were in residency, and it was, again, back in the day, Mm -hmm. when there was, like, no rules on hours. So he was working, sometimes, uh, some months he was working on call every Every other night. Meaning it wasn't regulated how much they could make you work. So oh, I yeah. would, right, right. I would go 36 on, 12 off, 36 on, 12 oh. off for, and, for months at a time. And it yeah. was – so anyway. It, it was <laughs> and then I would have not as bad but similar, and but our months would be off. So he would have an easy month and I would be get destroyed in the medical intensive care unit. And then I'd have an easy month and he'd be destroyed in pediatric surgery. And it was so intense. Like he – we would sit at dinner and he would literally fall asleep taking a bite of soup. Like at the dinner table, you're just like who you want. Operating yeah, it's on not you. Exactly. Healthy, right? it's not exactly. How is that ever not regulated better? It's not. Well, it's, now it's you know now they they are. Then it? now it's much yeah. more is regulated. It way better, yeah. way better yeah, it than is. it was. The surgical ones are still very militaristic and locker roomish. Particularly orthopedics is the worst. We're still the most male dominated specialty in, in all of medicine, and mm-hmm. we're trying to change that. But there's this culture of machismo and yeah. that that was there that you the longer you stay awake, the tougher you are, kind of thing. And it yeah. was just. It, it was not a pleasant experience. It's almost, it's that. like, it's like initiation into like a fraternity or something. It sounds it like, you know, yeah. like I had to do, I had to stay up for 45 hours. So you got to stay up exactly. for 45 hours. Oh, oh yeah. And you know what? I'm, I'm a problem because when I then was, became the attending, which is like the person in charge of all the residents and they had the hours in place. So they don't so they wouldn't work as much. I was the one like, what do you mean they have hours? Like, when are you going to get the work done? I mean, what kind of residency is that? Totally. And then I was, he was like, you need to tone it down. He's Looking like, Looking back, are you like, oh, my God, that was so terrible. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. About that. <laughs> my bad. But when you're used to doing a certain way, like, you yeah. wake up at 4 a.m., you round on your patients at 4.30, you start seeing your attending at 6 o'clock, you're mm. prepared. Like, that was what I knew. And yeah. so when it was a different way of like, no, we do it this way, I was like, what? What? Like, what is this? What kind of medical That's care was I to get <laughs> so, so to get back to, we knew we were real highly driven at that yeah. point, and it, but that point it was drive toward our careers, not that we were going to create something bigger. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't even think yeah. we could appreciate that point. We were just hanging on. Sure. Uh, and you, do you life. have kids at that point? Did we you? had two kids during, <gasps> oh, no, during two that kids, process? Yeah, two kids in second. What well, one kid in second year residency, and then the second one at the end. Of oh my god, you had a pretty residency. close too, right? Like a year two years apart. Ago, yeah. yeah. And so Ooh. we were in the middle of nowhere, central Pennsylvania, you know, and then w- from there we went to Los Angeles and that was just a leap of, uh, Good times. <laughs> a, a, of social and, uh, a- everything. And so the nice you thing is. Are you being sarcastic saying good times? Did you not love no, it? No, no, it was amazing it was, You did was, amazing. Oh, 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 I'll tell you a story. Can the, I tell the, the well, story? Well, the job that I got oh, there's for training. Oh. For, Wait, are you, I feel like you need to check on your shoes, by the way. Oh. It's 10.02. Did you miss it? Uh, it's pending. Okay. Yeah. He's on it. He wouldn't miss this. Retinal scan it, Did you not see what happened? I asked oh, the question. Oh, I watched it. At up to 9.59, they started answering, knocked it out, I'm back in. Oh, okay, I totally okay. saw the retinal okay. scan happen. Yeah. Okay, okay. Gotcha. So, uh, so for my sports medicine fellowship, I went to Los Angeles to work with Curlin Job. Job is the guy who invented the Tommy John surgery. Oh. Um, so they're a very famous place. Anyway, they are the um, doctors to the Lakers, the Dodgers, and all of Hollywood. They're the orthopedic surgeons. Wow. So it was a very glamorous yeah, thing that we got to sort of experience. Uh, and I got tickets to everything. And you're at, on the bench with and, and the Lakers. Oh, courtside Lakers. Oh, so she, And she gets to go to the VIP room with, you know, Jack Nicholson and... So, so it was very That's cool. That's super fun. Yeah. Very different from residency. Well, yeah. well you know, so after like <laughs> five out. years in Pennsylvania in right. the middle of nowhere, right. and I just 
I like to have fun. He likes to have fun. Anyways, okay. but in Pennsylvania, it's like you're immersed in residency. You can't even see daylight. Then we have children by really great idea for me. And then, so you're now even immersed even more in the muck. And he was like, all right, so we're going to go to LA for my fellowship. I was working for UCLA and he's like, listen, make a great, we made a great profit of selling the house in Pennsylvania. You've been so wonderful of being in the middle of nowhere, but I'm a New York girl. And he's like, now we're going to LA. So we're just going to have fun. So we go to LA, lakeside, you know, courtside tickets. And I mean, if it, and we lived in an apartment that looked like Melrose place for the so to date myself a little bit, oh, and with you, you're right. Okay, yeah. we both watch every it. Wednesday. Totally, night. totally. So I <laughs> made these Bevan Melrose back right. to back. So then we would walk. So I met these people that were like party stars, and they knew the hottest, the latest, or whatever. What's a party star? Like, a, like, like they society, knew all the clubs. Like okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were like twenty, always ten years younger than me. Sure. That's why I hang out. And they knew where to go. So we were going to the latest clubs, the hottest restaurants. The you know, getting you the name best it. babysitters. Totally. <laughs> Six months in, he sits down and he goes, "Okay, okay." We need to have a little chat about um, your partying abilities. <laughs> oh, Which, wow. So he's like, so, um, in the, you know, we set a free-for-all, and we're going to go and do the greatest things, the latest things, no big deal. He's like, we've blown through $40,000 from just going out in L.A. Cause to Our park, entire housing surplus was spent in like five months. He's like, <laughs> we're going to need to rein that in yeah. a little bit. And I wow. was like, whoa, but hold on. The Playboy Mansion is like next week. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. did you for real go to the Playboy? So yes, I did. Yes, I did. Is it crazy? It was disappointing. Is it oh. gross? Uh, I've heard people say that. It I don't was know what... so disappointing. I just like run down and kind of grimy. No, it was I like. Didn't, I didn't get to go. You didn't go? I, I... was I was at Dodger Spring Training in Florida, and Dr. Job, who's this, he goes, Temple, we got to get you to that Playboy Mansion. He was going to fly me on his jet. I go, what is going Sir, on? You're, not, he's like, <laughs> you're like, my wife's already there. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, part what? of me was like, oh, I can't believe I'm going to miss. Yeah. So the, <laughs> Heck yeah. Right. So, I mean, it was literally, literally it's called the lingerie party. Okay. So, I was like, you know, game on. Let's go do it. And so, anyway. Wait, who did you go with to the Playboy Mansion lingerie party? The my people from Melrose Place. Oh, oh, the party people. Okay, got The it. party ah, people, okay. which actually I didn't. That's a whole other story how I actually got into the place. But anyway, so we ended going there for um, for this lingerie party, and I'm so excited. I'm like, you know, the Playboy Mansion is amazing, whatever. What it ended up being, and it's going to be like, mm-mm for everybody, is like <laughs> all these young girls in lingerie, and then old Doesn't dudes. Doesn't sound uh, so old, far, Right, no, that's fine, except <laughs> there's like old dudes Kaffa. in like robes. The DJ was like, eh. The food was like, eh. Oh. Like, you go and you see the grounds, which were beautiful. Yeah. But, like, the vibe and the scene that you were, that I had in my it's head. It's not glamorous. It, it was. Like and it was really kind of, like, slimy. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like a party. Like no, it was like party. these dudes paid a lot of money to get these girls in here to yeah. just leered women that are wearing, like, lingerie. And is that what, like, as an attendee, do you wear lingerie and the dudes wear robes? Is yes. that, like, the, like, Yeah, that's the thing. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. And then was, what, half there? I didn't see him. No, I didn't see him. No, he doesn't I mean, even, he like, rarely, really. At that point, he rarely came out for was, parties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I could spend uh, all, yeah. all podcasts yeah. on the On the play <laughs> <laughs> machine in L.A. No, <laughs> yeah, so good times. L.A. was we good times. We had a lot of fun in New York when we first met. Um, yeah, it sounds but similar, but we also realized glamorous. we would not be making any money or saving any money, so we had to get out of there. But yeah. it was fun, though. Oh, we had a but we were we you guys were like already grown ups and like yeah. part of the glam. We were, we were like working yet. the glam, like yeah. we were like twenty nothing. But I had just gotten back, so I was in Honduras in the Peace Corps right after school, and then moved to New York. So moved from like small town, you know, literally small village, nowhere to New York. And when he and I met, and we, I was a page at NBC. Do you know what that is? I read that. 
Oh, oh page, it's page, page, the page. There you go. Page. You read my bio. Yeah. Um, but, and, but my best friend was an assistant for SNL. And she, so she would run the after parties and stuff. So it was like one of those, like, because like our friends were like the low people on the totem pole working that she'd be like, sneak, you know, you can get in, you can like go. So, but we had the, we had the most fun because we would go to all the stuff. We weren't really supposed to be there. We certainly were not part of the cool people there. Absolutely. So we were just like watching and they'd be like, get off the dance floor, make room for like the cast members to actually have fun. Like, have you seen That's these so moves? Cool. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Hold on a second. Hello. Yeah. 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 The, the craziest SNL memory for me, because we went to, you know, our share shows and the whole White Sox thing, whatever. But the craziest one is uh, Lindsay recruited Kristen Wiig. And Who does Kristen Wiig? Do, do you remember oh, the SNL oh, yeah. cast? Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Also, Kristen Hollywood from, celebrities. From Bride, Bridesmaids. From Bridesmaids. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. She um, started off on, on uh, SNL. And so when she came in, she was at that point, no one knew who she was. And so Lindsay, because she knew that we were basically – we worked there anyway. She was like, can you guys just give Kristen a tour of the studio? So I tell people, like, Paige and I gave Kristen Wig a tour of SNL when she first got there. <laughs> How crazy is that? That's so awesome. And yeah. she, she was, quote, unquote, nobody at the time. Just she hadn't even. St- so uh, yeah. is that whole that wall there is a is a fraction of ever since when I first found out I was pregnant with Ford, who now was 11, she would shook us. My friend would have every single every single week. The guest, the, the guest host, and the musical guest sign an autographed copy to our kids from the time they had names to when, like, so That's some of so them cool. say like to Baby Fling, to who, like, isn't that a fun How tradition? Every show awesome. would rotate, that? he would get it. I know. Yeah. So we have books downstairs of like all, like every all the Rolling Stones and the, like, I mean. How all cute. of them five. Like I'm like, you guys are so lucky to have these things. Wow. From, I know it's a fun little. Oh, all right, so that, you ran out of money. So now we've all name dropped. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. yeah. Yep. Now we're all important. Okay, yeah. sweet. Okay, did I didn't know back. you guys were one-uppers, but thank you for yeah. that. We appreciate that. <laughs> now, we've, now we've talked. I'm a little tired of hearing about your uh, <laughs> We see you play one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then did you come back to North Carolina after L.A.? Yeah. So then we that was like the thing where like, we're going to come back to Charlotte. I loved it. Winthrop, you know, and so then we moved here from LA, and then I was a hospitalist at Levine Children's. I yep. was hired to start the hospitalist service. Okay. And oh, no, he, wait, what's sorry? What's hospitalist? Hospitalist is like doctors that only see you when you're in the hospital. So before that, gotcha. you would be like, I'm your doctor in clinic, your general pediatrician, and then you know Ford gets admitted to the hospital with pneumonia. Then I will round on him with pneumonia. I'll check the X-rays, and after my hospital rounds, I'll go back to my clinic and continue on with my day got it and when i came to town well they hired me and three other guys and we were going to just be in the hospital so if ford was going to be admitted to the hospital the pediatrician would hand off to me your family and then i would deal with everything in the hospital and then at the end i would send your pediatrician a summary of what happened in the hospital so then the pediatrician in clinic does a clinic job and is not going in a million directions because that's really stressful and care can get fragmented and is not as great as when somebody's fresh and Mm -hmm. just thinking hospital stuff got it so dr boudram with june stack yeah yeah. So that's how we, so that was like my job when we, we came here. And then on top of that, then I had to go to all the pediatric practices to sell it because even though it sounds great now, right, but it's hindsight, then it was a change. It was a massive change. Pediatricians hmm. didn't want to give up control of their patients to these, who are these people coming in and they, how do we know that they're going to do what we say? Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a control issue, which we all have, mm-hmm. which is fine. So that was the, that's how I got started in, in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And you were here too. I joined Ortho Carolina. Okay, yeah. Probably a big group. You probably heard of it. Yeah, yeah. So we know Blair. Oh, Blair Primus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your marketing guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Are you still there? 
Are you still? No, I left. Well, okay. I've left twice now. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I get bored easily. I, I have adult ADD. Well, that's where this is going next. It's like, I want to hear what you guys are up to now. I know. Wait, and before, I do want to hear that too, but also can you, because I feel like orthopedic surgeon is pretty clear. You've explained, but like, can you explain a little bit more what you, what your practice is and kind of how, like, yeah, what's a holistic pediatrician? Well, well, so then while I was actually a hospital, so we had our third child at that time. And you have your girl, two boys, right? Girl, the opposite of you guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Great yeah. name. Opposite. Great name. Jake. Jake. Is a Jake. Do you know? Do you know who is? He's Jake. Yeah, I know. We have a that's Oh, we have, we a have a Jake, Jake. yeah. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I got Thanks confused. for clearing that up, though. Sorry. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was like, I thought you said... Ca- okay, Captain Obvious strikes again. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go ahead. You're welcome. I'm just here to help. Oh, it's my okay. gosh. Well, I was questioning if my name was Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, is my name not Jake? And yeah. actually, to be fair, we probably didn't introduce right. ourselves. And we've had guests leave, and Jake will go, what were their names again? Like, <laughs> that so, is totally not fair. true. No, he totally introduced himself. I misunderstood. Listen, We set it up. We'll set it up after this with an intro that makes it sound like we're long-lost friends. Totally. Yeah. Okay. yeah, so no, um, our Jake was named after Jake Ryan from 16 Candles. Oh. Ah. Uh, yes. I, I was named after the guy in Red Book. No, Cosmo. Ask Jake. That it's, was Red Book. Oh, I thought your mom said Cosmo. She was in the oh, hospital. Oh, actually, so the column. Junior. The yes, yeah. the column. I've heard of it. He, she was in the hospital with him, and her, his dad is James Henry Failing, and he's James Henry Failing Jr., but she didn't want him to be little, little Jimmy Jimmy. or little Jim. Or she's like, what could it? And she literally apparently was reading that article, and she was like, said, to, said to the nurse, can Jake be a nickname for James? And she was like, sure. And she's like, okay, we'll call him Jake. I think she said Because you no. don't typically, like, yeah. Ma'am, you no. are heavily drugged. Mimi's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, a whatever. poor choice. Because you, you, know, you don't typically hear Jake for James. No, but yeah. right. is right. your Jake a Jacob or just Jake? Jake, just Jake. he's just oh, Jake. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, love it. Yeah, so it's kind of unique too. Yeah. Okay, proceed. Sorry. So no. So the um. Anyway, so in 2007. So by that point, all all our kids were sick, like sick oh. as can be. We're talking asthma, eczema, constipation, ADHD, seasonal allergies, medications, daily medications. We couldn't go on vacation without the a suitcase of drugs. Uh-huh. And um, I took them to the doctor one day, you know, the three ring circus. And I was like, um, what, uh, why are they all on antibiotics all the time? Like, this can't be normal. This doesn't sound right. And, you know, they're like, oh, well, for the little one, you know, we there's just no more medications because he was already on five allergy meds and he couldn't even Sheesh. go out on Easter egg hunts because his eyes would water, they would swell shut, his body would cover it in hives, he would writhe on the ground in pain, screaming from pain and scratching himself. Oh and they're like, well, there's no more meds for him. So, you know, the only next step is allergy shots. He was two years old. And then my daughter, they're like, oh, well, for her chronic asthma, she will just have to continue taking her chronic daily inhaled Mm -hmm. steroids. For her eczema, topical steroids. For her seasonal allergy, she'll just have to take her daily Zyrtec, which will keep her eczema and asthma under control. And her recurrent ear infections, you know, she'll eventually outgrow those. And her recurrent croup that she needed steroids all the time, that will also get better with time. And as for the middle one, who's had snot since the day he was born, he's (laughs) frankly disgusting. (laughs) We don't know what to do with that. And that, honest, that was Jake. That's Jake. That's my and guy. And that's Jake's it. your guy. Yep, snotty. And, snotty and ADHD. And like, frankly, by that point, I like to stop paying attention because I'm like, this is not going anywhere. Anyway, I walked no. out of that doctor's yeah. appointment and I was like, I don't know what to do. And I was five years into my medical practice. I had no idea what, what to do. what kind of doctor were you at that point? General Pete. General. But regular She, she tried not to treat our own kids. So she tried to take them in. Sure. To, yeah. So that's why. Yeah. yeah. And. 
And I was like, I'm at a loss. But like my mom instinct kicked in and pushed over the doctor instinct. And mm-hmm. a mom instinct was like, this ain't right. Mm-hmm. There's no way that my children are going to be on chronic meds for the, the rest of their lives. That cannot be the right answer. Anyway, a week goes by and I go to my kid's elementary school. And it was on that day that the fog lifted and I knew what the issue was. I went to, speak, to see a nutritionist speak. All she talked about was sugar. Mm. I came home on that Tuesday after work into the pantry, into the heart of all the children. No, I, no, no, no. To my horror. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. And the husband. about how this hurt me. Not the kids. The kids would <laughs> yeah. be fine, but me it hurt. He, I mean, everyone was like, what are you doing? And I threw out the Lucky Charms, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Pop-Tarts, Chicken Nuggets, Mac and Cheese, Orange crackers with peanut butter, juice boxes from Lunchbox. I mean, you name a garbage, we had it, and it was like work. I was going to say, you just named everything in most people's pantries right now. Yeah. 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 Well, because people, you don't understand. I'm like, oh, I understand. Yeah. Oh, we were there. Full on. Like, just full on. And that's when we, you know, started fighting over food. So for the next five years after that, we fought over food because he was like, I don't see, I don't understand what you're doing. The, the, I don't, food doesn't have anything to do with this. I don't see anywhere that it does. And I was like, no, I can't see how getting rid of garbage and putting fruits and vegetables instead is a bad answer. But again, you're fighting against society. And I mean, you can, we will, we can call up at your leisure, you know, like family vacations and family reunions and where the transition was happening. And it was really hard because I'm fighting against the traditional you know, things that were being taught how to eat. And as a pediatrician, I thought I was feeding my kids fine until that talk. Anyway, so... When you say you were fighting, you mean with each other or you two oh. against the world kind of thing? Oh, no. No, with each oh, other. No. Oh, no. Yeah. We oh, were. We fight about sleep and nap. So it was good to meet another couple that fights, <laughs> that fights about, about random about, weird things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Daily. Yeah. yeah. And we... She oh. naps all the time. And, like, her job isn't that dramatic. Like, she's like, <laughs> Professional nappers. You know, I know couples fight about a lot of different things, so it's good to f- hear another. But that, well, that fight. is interesting because yeah. I mean, you're basically like it's hard to argue that there's you're not all a healthier licensed. way Both to you eat really than what smart. you're saying. Yeah. But were you but, just like not on board because you just you're like every kid eats this? But this is much more in your face now. This is 15. Th- th- That's this a good is, point. This is a while back. This wasn't. Sure. I was raised on this stuff. I was raised on That's processed foods, and I was like, oh, I'm fine, and or thought I was fine, and so. It wasn't as popular That's as, a great as point. it is yeah. now. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and he was like, why are you taking my Cheez-Its? He would eat Cheez-Its at dinner. There would be a box of Cheez-Its like under his chair. You just smashed and, it. Why would you hide you, them under your chair? So the, the children would, would need them. Oh, they would try to take my Cheez-Its. <laughs> Were you, have you always been lean though? Like did you ever have, yeah. So I've it wasn't always like, been kind of. Yeah. 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 So he looks at himself. Right. He's like, I'm lean. He's like, I'm fine. Therefore, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm no no problem. Just because my blood pressure's through the roof and my doctor doesn't Uh-oh. know why my blood pressure's Uh-oh. through the roof. Yeah. yeah. I, I was probably fu- kind of fine on the outside, but not on the inside. Not a lot of cardiovascular surgeon. Yeah. Got it. Uh, yeah. The old anxiety. Yeah, it was no big deal. You oh, know? wow. So like, how did your kids here? take this? Yeah. Truly. Like, because they're how old at this point? They're when so you- they mad. were. So now they were two, four, and six. Okay. When this all began. But what I did, I was like, all right, well, it's not going to be a full on. Clean out. I mean, that yeah. day was dramatic, but really what I did was, so I took the Cheez-Its and I was like, all right, I don't like these ingredients. I'm going to go find a Cheez-It alternative, alternative that has real ingredients. Okay. And then we would try that for a couple weeks. And then I would go to the Ritz crackers and then it would be the garlic bread and then it would be the peanut butter. Cr- so I would, because it took five years 
to actually turn around the diet. It wasn't like done in three seconds, right? Mm-hmm. And thank you for being honest and realistic yeah. about that, by oh the God. way, too, because that that's a lot more like approachably, you know. Right, right. Feels like something you could do than like going home and going. Right. Do you have five years? You too could <laughs> do turn it, it around. If you right. want to have no. in five years die by a million paper cuts, that's pretty much oh, what I would right. do. That's nice. That's I think I have five <laughs> so I years. Sure, I could do this. A million paper sure. cuts. Yeah. 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 Okay. But but the, so here's this is why I the, I looked at the the um, cereal, which was literally Lucky Charms. 100%. And I was like, I need to get rid of the Lucky Charms. And I was like, but I need them to drink smoothies. But how do you go from Lucky Charms to smoothies in a family like this? And, oh, Pop-Tarts and let's not forget Toaster Strudels. Oh, and so, so what I did, right? Mm-hmm. Delicious. Delicious. And so what I did is I made them smoothies, but I made them with ice cream, milk, whole milk, organic whole milk, and then strawberries. And so the people were like, ice cream for breakfast, sweet. So then they would the drink. People. The, my people. And then they were like, sweet. So then after a couple of weeks, and I was like, let me add some yogurt and take some of the ice cream away. Then over time, I would took all the ice cream away, and then it was like Greek yogurt with honey. Then after a few more weeks, I would add one leaf of spinach to make sure that it stayed pink, and it tasted like strawberries. And then you add like some blueberries. This anyway. is a slippery slope, because <laughs> then, she realizes, hmm, I just start adding in. So the joke in our family is, what am I she'd be eating? like, what about those pork chops and quinoa from last okay. night. Let me put those in the morning. Right. I mean, she'll put anything in there. It's I did yeah. try a lot of things. <laughs> I got fired. In fact, I got fired. Pork no, chops. Don't listen to him. I, I took over shake making and, and smoothie making. You should making. be thankful he's uh, coming along today, okay? It's Do not listen to 20 him. 20 years in. He's 20 yeah. years he's still <laughs> Yeah. So, no, but but I did. So, anyway, but that's the process. And what I try to teach people, I was like, it's not, it doesn't happen overnight. You just have to do it slowly. But, you know, you got to understand the importance of changing their diet because within five years my kids came off antibiotics steroids off all their chronic medicines by 2016 when we moved to new zealand that we had no doctors no health insurance no medications we lived in a foreign country you know and everyone thrived we didn't even use as much as tylenol i was like this is what it's like to come back from chronic disease and you know, while I was there, I learned, I had the freedom to practice medicine without malpractice and without... What, the laws there are just more legal? Yeah, you don't, there's, there's, no, no, there's malpractice. no malpractice. Oh. Right. You can't get sued. Right. So that's when I was like, oh, and I discovered functional medicine and I walked into clinic and people were like, I have chronic headaches and I have chronic belly pain and I have uh, chronic eczema. And I was like, there's just no medications for you. They're like, what do you mean? I was like, you're going to have to put down your Netflix. And you're going to have to go outside and you're going to have to eat breakfast. And by breakfast, I mean like eggs and fruits and vegetables. And you're going to have to drink water and put down the soda. And people were like, what? And they're like, we can't do that. And I was like, well, that's fine. But um, there's no medicine for you. So when you change those, those things, come back to see me and we'll go to the next level. And people changed. And 90% of my patients got better with no meds. I needed more time. We were only there for a year and a half. Yeah. And um, so then by the time we came to the U.S., I was like, I'm not doing former peds like I used to do. I'm like, I once you see, you can't unsee. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, we're going to do it differently. So that's how we ended up on the journey. And then I have my practice and then wrote a book to kind of help 
people know how to change their life and the importance. And now in a pandemic, when the immune system is the only thing we have for certain, you know, I'm like, that's what we need to be focusing on and talk about. And that's why, you know, on, on TV, I try to sneak in a vegetable, like on any segment possible, because I'm trying to get people to understand that it starts with your lifestyle, your nutrition, your sleep. It's like seeing food as medicine, food, right? Food as medicine, which is Hippocrates said that, Uh I don't know why that's not in our oath. And when we take our oath for medical school, because food is thy medicine is from, Thousands of years ago. What's the name of the book? The Rule of Five, A Parent's Guide to Raising Healthy Kids in an Unhealthy World. Okay. I would venture that we're 0 for 5. <laughs> yeah, what are the... F- what are the five? <laughs> five yeah. is nutrition, mm-hmm. stress. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Keep Sleep, yeah. Mm-hmm. movement. Yeah, mm-hmm. three for four. Environmental toxins. Four for five. No. Candles are bad. Probably, candles? Right? candles. That invi- what Depends what candles Cleaners, you have. Cleaners, cookware. Hold on. It's a whole lot uh, of stuff. Three right. for five. Oh, deodorant, your five. toothpaste. Gosh. Uh, soaps. I don't well, know. it's okay. Listen, huh? I'll take three for five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, sure, but it gives us somewhere to jump off from. Uh, that's true. Yeah. I, I have five years. You forget about all those other, like, Laundry detergents and yes. right. that, well, that was another fight in our house. Well, right. Oh, mm. she took away all my good chemicals that really kill stuff. Oh no! Like well, your perfumes that you've oh, been making. Yes. He really wanted to name the book "The Things I've Done to Torture My Husband." That's yeah. actually what uh, he wanted to name. All the, the book. things you can take away from your husband. <laughs> so That's true. Five my ways. memoirs. Wait, but the, I love it. You were because you're the, you're the publisher, right? I am. And did that just truly come about because you're like, I don't know how to publish a book. And you're like, I'll figure it out. I'll research it. Yeah, sounds weird. Uh, yeah, <laughs> with my job change, <laughs> I had I had more time, basically. And yeah, so I said, wow. Well, I kind of invested to say, hey, let's do this. Let's create this business. Let's cr- let's l- let's make this movement happen. And yeah. let's join forces. The first time we've ever truly, other than raising a family, decided to kind of join forces on yeah. something. And um, this is your first book, right? First book. Okay. And it came out, sorry, two, it's uh, two, months, two ago. months ago. Two months ago? Yeah. And so that was just part of that, and we're building these online courses and wow. education so we can kind of take this on a, hopefully on a global, yeah. global scale. So cool. So you're on board now? I am. Okay. I, I, I was a little slow. It's taken me, what, 15 years? But, you know, I, I, I tell people, it, it, it's the realization that for 20 years, you know, you think you're driving the boat, and then all of a sudden you realize it's a fake steering wheel, and she's been upstairs driving the thing the whole time, and you're like... Interesting. Holy cow. I haven't even been driving. I can see that finally. Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of the realization maybe. Uh, yeah. So, so how, is the last, how have the last two months been? Because we're, you know, we've, you guys are smart. You wrote a book about things that you're actually doing now. Our book is about being pregnant, which we haven't been in seven years. So we really are not experts on Wait, the topic do you at know, all. Do you know that the name of our book, you guys, is Holy Crap, We're Pregnant? And we didn't, so it's a, it's a he said, she said, written about all the different stages of pregnancy, right? Basically, like, because there was nothing for guys to read. We wanted it to be fun and easy for couples, yada, yada. But we didn't think through when we released the book. We're going to need to make it clear to everyone every time we promote the book. We're not pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're pregnant. Right. Here's just the, yeah. So we did not, you, you guys thought through many parts of your process better than we did. No, but, but I'm so uh, excited to hear your book though. We fight about it constantly. Like, so if we're making gear, we're writing constantly. the book. We just like, we're just different, geared differently because I'm like, I want to research. I'm fascinated with how Amazon publishing works. Paige, here's how it works. We need to do all these things to get it in line. She's like, that's just not my style. I'm like, Ugh. So yeah. I'm like, so I'm like, clear. I'm on the like, style it. will not net out a book. <laughs> she 
Shit, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. I can't. I'm like busy work. That's not go. I'm like I have to have the stuff in hand and be doing it now. Like see a result right away. And but he's a planner. Th- to get the thing Same. in your hand, I know requires weeks and weeks and weeks of work and weeks. research. Which is yeah. why. All of us, I'm pointing oh. to each couple, make good teams because you need people who will look I'm, into how it should be done and people who just go, we got, at some point, we got to just do it. Can you yeah. imagine if I carried the baby? <laughs> I would be able to ha- hang, hang all Where this over your head. Where is this going? Well, meaning like now oh, I'm the one doing all the work. Okay, I just thought it was going to be some Ooh, research yeah, that you're never going to let yeah, the baby I out. I was like, what? I was like, you're going to carry the baby for 90 months? Like, what are we doing? I am... Yes, I'm going to research if that's possible. But did you, did you I am at, come on, you, you guys must have fought about parts oh, of Oh, yeah, we've oh. had several fights. Yeah. And, and we actually have a very similar, we complement each other in a very similar way yeah. that uh-huh. you guys do, as far as me being the kind of technical thinking yes. through, researching, uh-huh. and her just jumping in and doing it. Um, and I think we've learned over time to use those, you know, combined strengths in those. Yeah. And she lets me kind of do my thing and, and her do her thing. But we had, uh, she, she got home one day and she's like, this isn't done yet. Like, like snippy, like get totally. going Ooh, kind totally. of thing. I was going to totally say that. Yeah. Yep. I did. I was like, why isn't it done yet? Like how, how long and is this going to take? Like, my, why is this I'm taking so These texts are coming. He says, why are the books there? Where are the books? I'm like, I, I shut my computer. Like, I go, let me tell you something. It was a long day pouring over the formatting minutia. Oh. If, oh. if you've learned and just wait till you, you know, you upload the manuscript and then it changes it. Anyway, you'll, you'll know my, you'll know my pain, right? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and so she goes, why isn't it done yet, essentially? We had, we had words. Uh, and the, kid, the kids literally sit, like, from, you know, like, they watch, like, a tennis match. They're like, what is she yeah, saying? Yeah. What is he saying? Yeah. What is she saying? And they're, like, going back and forth, and they watch. They're like, no, this is good. Keep going. Yeah. By the way, this, the slow, yeah. the, there is nothing more effective than the slow laptop close. Yeah. Oh. Like, I am not your personal assistant. And then, and then right. like, yeah. you take off, the, like, the reading glasses, you fold them slowly. <laughs> Yeah. I'm listening here. Yeah, yeah. So fortunately, we, we set up rules of engagement on our fights. So we we're pretty civil fighters. We kind of well, well, it took three marriage counselors. Well, three marriage counselors I mean, and this and that. You'd kind of learn, learn yeah. how to fight more effectively. Yeah, uh, our our friends are writing a book right now called Everybody Fights. Let's do it, learn to do it better or something yeah. along yeah. those lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, the, this whole thing like marriage is like rainbows and unicorns. I'm like on it back to the smoke and mirrors. Like honestly, no. Like it, we went to blows, and I mean like. You know, yeah, like fighting, physically. not like no, that, not physical, yeah. um, but like over so many things, over so like the resentment, and I mean, the having kids, going to residency, yes. then changing food, and then yeah. moving the out of the country and dealing with burnout, and then you know, then you come back and you got to change the life and you got to sell the house. I mean, All now you it. make it a book. Of course, there's gonna be a lot of fights and stuff. Yes, you, you listed the five things the book's about, but like. As we're sort of starting to wrap this up, what are like two or three takeaways that you want people to gain from the book? Oh, number one is changing your mindset. Understand if you don't have the mindset that what you do every day actually will help you build a stronger body or help you build a weaker body. If you don't mm-hmm. have the mindset, you're not going to do anything. It, the moment that you go, I understand that the best thing I can do for my family and for myself is to improve my immune system because a strong immune system will dominate a virus. A weak immune system will be dominated by a virus. So if you have your mindset changed, number one. Number two, start slow. Every great change, every climbing Mount Everest begins with one step. Don't go, oh, I can't do all of this, therefore I'm giving up. No, pick one thing that you can do, one step, and then that little step will lead to another step. All great things start with one step. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing is 
really, you know, appreciating, being appreciative of what you have. I mean, we can think of what was, what could be, what whatever, but I'm like, but what is in front of you right now? Like, what are you grateful for right now? And because I think gratefulness uh, does not allow for anxiety, gratefulness does not allow for resentment, just because there's too many other things. There's so much hate and so much anger right now. And this book kind of helps you just put things in perspective, gives you one thing at a time. And just with each step that you do, just be, be grateful for what you have. And this is for everybody, right? Your everybody. background is pediatric, holistic, or it's, you, you mentioned your own pediatric, yeah. holistic, but you're, this is for everybody. Well, everybody, everybody's immune system so is... I, I can't eat sugar either. I thought this was just kids. That's well, a, that's the funny my, thing. My, yeah. my takeaway was actually going to be the fathers are typically the problem. Right. Time and again, and sorry I'm throwing you under the bus here. Why but I was, are you doing uh, this? Uh, yeah, we're on the same team? <laughs> because I'm, I've switched teams. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> or, or I was forced to go on the other team. Anyway. <laughs> there was a look. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, the point being, time and time again, whether it's in the office or people reading the book, the mom is trying to make a change to the family. And the dad drags their feet. And I guess my point is dads oh, dads need to step up a bit here. Yeah. And if you're going to be the, the, the leader of the family or the co-leader, I mean, you got to do these things. And, um, and and that's where I see the major problem right now. That's a roadblock time and again uh, that we've seen. That's so, a lot really, of, lot I, of I don't finger mean to pointing throw, from you to I me. know I am pointing at you. Like, Why it, is it? it what is, are you talking about? It is true in our – Jake, if we – like. It, to your point, like it, you a seem lot to be of struggling things, to land your criticism. No, because I think you know that is absolutely true. Like what? I am far more willing to. Nobody wants to give up Saturday donuts or okay. By take the way, out Saturday donuts are not a thing. <laughs> He's like okay, Saturday donuts <laughs> yes, are not a thing. Are uh, we did whole thirty together and we yeah. both stuck to it together because you finally agreed to do it with me. Like I will say, I suck at having the discipline to do stuff by myself. But if we're in it together, yeah. It's it's doable, that and you're like always you the one who doesn't want to do it. But you can still do it. But I know that's what you. But it's, uh, it's not. It's, but so we have moms who are making two meals yeah, for the for family. The ki- thank you. Exactly. One for the kids and her, and then one for the husband not because he is that. so resistant. Not for that. I'm, I'm just saying that's the meal. that's the extreme. Oh, uh, <laughs> 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 I'm asking for ah uh, singular no, meal. No, only my meal. Grocery order. Same thing. I'm like, if we don't have it in the house, they won't eat it because it's not there. And he's. Uh, same thing. You order the cinnamon toast crunch, the white bagel. Okay, uh, the so right I, now, for all the world to hear, I am happy to not order anything. Wow, kids are saying if I order it, mm-hmm. okay, okay. By the way, cool. so, so I feel like you say that because I've been, I've been there, and, and I know, yeah. I know your pain. I been there. Record, yep. Well, yep. It's, it is. True I got seven years on you, so uh-huh. I've been there. Well, that's yep. what I, there. before you guys go too. I do want to ask you that because we don't, we haven't had many guests who have kids past our kids' stage. Yeah, and it's so. Like I feel like there is some like when I have when we have guests on or just friends or who have like infants I'm just always want to be like it gets better like it you know what I mean like we've been there I know what you mean it gets better here's what this like ever, this too shall pass but it's nice to have people who have like kids who have been in a similar position of where we are where but they're like past it to some extent in terms of like you know what I mean because they're wait I wrote it down 19 17 yeah. and 14 now yep. yep yep so you're in the thick of it I'm sure in, in many ways still but like. You're, you're in a different stage in terms of like where the, so like even as it ties in with this or just in general, do you guys like, did your kids kind of come around to this too? Are they generally, I mean, do your kids go to Chick-fil-A with their friends still? No. They don't. No. So it's, um, so if, if everybody goes, do they just kind of like not like, well, no, so they're totally bought in. Right. Well, so it, well, to start for the, it does get so much better. It uh-huh. gets okay. 
so yeah, much better. Yeah, that's what I wanted. That was the thing I wanted to hear. So great. Right. Yes. Yes. So it's much better. better. Check. But no Chick-fil-A. But so the my daughter, so my daughter is very much into wellness. She's in college now. She's a, a, going to be an engineer, like, you know, straight shooter. I mean, it is like spreadsheet to the yeah. max. And she takes impeccable care of her body. Of course, she's in college. So does she partake in things that she shouldn't be at her age? We'll just leave it as that. Of sure. course. Right. Okay. Then we have my middle one who actually was so by the book that he was not gaining weight for his sport mm. because he was refusing to eat a Waffle House where his friends would go because he became, it's called orthorexia, where he become afraid of food because he had a horrible bout with eczema. So yeah. he became afraid of food. So he and I had to have a little chat and discuss discuss how to navigate the world and now he's when he goes out with his friends yeah so if they were to go to chick-fil-a he probably would have chick-fil-a or whatever but when he comes home there's no discussion he knows that he eats a certain way at home then there's no complaining that we don't go so whatever he does with his friends you go on and we've talked about how you do that and then my our youngest one is a junkaholic a sugarholic a carboholic so when he goes to people's houses he will raid their doritos Uh raid the potato chips drink milks by the gallon so i'm just letting Everybody My sister's fun. I'm like hiding behind a chair with bags, like yes. just crushing them. I wonder where he got that. Cheese right. under the table. Yeah, it's so, weird. That's yeah. what our kids do. When we say no screens, they go to the neighbor's house. And that totally. I found it the yeah. other day. Yeah, it's a, okay. Well, that's, a, again, a very right. honest answer. Yeah. But and so, but to me, I'm like, you know, I'm, initially it was like, oh, well, you know, your kids just hide in the corner eating chips. You should just give them more chips. So I was like, in long time ago, I was like, oh, I need to give them a balance. So here's some Cheetos so you don't hide behind a couch eating yeah. Cheetos. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, if you're going to act like a fool at somebody's house, you act like a fool. Social pressures are going to pull, rule you in because yeah. your friends are going to make fun of you acting like that. <laughs> and if that's what you want to eat when you're with your friends, you do that. But in my house, and so at our house, is like all Chicken. wholesome. Yeah. yeah, all wholesome foods. Yeah. But, and then, But as they get older, they truly believe that this is good for their bodies. Right. And they're making the active decision. I'm trying to be healthy. The young ones, you just have to say, this is what we're eating. Yeah. But they actually buy in. With yeah. time, if you're consistent with it, and and you really have to set the example of doing that, they, they buy into it. And it becomes it. their choice, too. It becomes too. their yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah. so they made the choice. And you know, it's funny, because my uh, this recently just happened, so our youngest one, COVID turned him into a couch cushion. Okay, he was always going to be aspired to be a couch cushion, but COVID <laughs> really helped that aspiration, and he became a complete vegetable. <laughs> you know, with uh, online school and video games, yep. and then we were in an apartment, blah, blah, blah. But for our whole entire life, we've dragged all of them to our workouts, mm-hmm. to all our foods, to our restaurants, right? They have to do it. And in the past couple of months, since we moved into the new house, he started jogging. <gasps> He's like, what I want for Christmas is a music thing, because, you know, when I run, and I was like, because when you run. Because you're like, a runner what? now. Because you're a runner. Okay. Right. And then now he's like, well, where's my pull-up bar? <gasps> and then he's done two workouts. This is like so recent. Yeah. In the past week, he did two workouts, like hard workouts yeah. with us and our trainers. And not complained one time. Completed all the workouts. Usually he does shavasana in the middle of class. He like takes a controlled nap no, I, for I twenty him minutes. Doing burpees in the garage the other day. I'm telling you, something's up. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's a girl. I think there's a girl. There is a girl. Okay. <laughs> but I don't care. I'll take her shopping. It's fine. Yeah, water's good. Yeah. What I'm saying is that, but after you know, it's been 14 years. Yeah. He actually, and after his workout, he's like, I'm gonna go grab an apple. I didn't make him do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't make him do burpees. What I'm saying is that it's, you put all yeah. these things and they see, they hear, they mm-hmm. watch. And all of a sudden when it's the neurons click, as I like to say it, you see, you reap the rewards mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, well we, and I no longer have to argue why we don't have cinnamon toast crunch, why we don't have ice cream. Why, I don't have, that argument is gone. Mm-hmm. 
But it took 12 years. What do you think? Years. Thank you. 12 yes. years. So we have a 12-year <laughs> ramp is what I'm hearing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. At that point, I'll be 52 yeah. and probably dead. So I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, because no, you're going to change. No, because no, you're going to read the book and follow over, the book. No, I said based go. on the track record I'm on now. But yeah, so you have 12 years to turn around. Okay. Got it? I can do that. Wait, before um, get your. do you have heads up on your phone? We typically end every oh. po- episode that we do in person with a, a girls versus boys catchphrase. Oh. We haven't been able to do it because of COVID because it's all been Zoom. You're our first couple who's come to the house. So you have heads up? Do you know how to I play? Do have oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we end with a little competition. Um, and you'll so your teammates and we're teammates. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll see who can right. get the most. Let's go games. Heads up. Yes. All right. Who we gives to, them the clues? He categories? gives them the clues. Do we get to pick categories or anything? Sure. Yes, you can pick categories. Do you want to be the, you can pick. Do you want to be the clue giver or the clue or the guesser? So what I'll do uh, is maybe wherever, wherever take, you excel, you let's you, take our mics down because we'll both yell. You're yelling. Ladies, you can keep yours up for now. Okay. okay. We'll just go back and forth. We can provide commentary. <sighs> oh, we should just shut up so they can hear your clues. Okay. Let's go pop culture. All right. Blockbuster movies, acted out, superstars. I, I feel like acted out is good because. Hey, Mr. DJ. Acted out means that we've been Oh, sorry. Out. I'm dumb. The yeah. one that we do with the kids. Where well, we basically just I don't watch TV. So. Just kidding. All right. We'll just do just kidding. Okay. Ready? Okay. All right. Here we go. So anything, say whatever. Like it's. Just a heads up. I'm. Really good. Oh at this. my gosh. Yeah. All right, here we go. Please. Special skill. Play, play some forehead. It plays a forehead. <laughs> uh, this is the lion from the movie Disney. Uh, Simba. Yep. Uh, this guy sings I'm sorry. Uh, guy Beaver. from Canada. Yep. Uh, this is what you smell. It's really good. Uh, that grows outside that I use to make uh, oregano. <laughs> uh, roses. Uh, oh. No, no, no. Uh, you didn't uh, get that. Uh, sorry. Uh, cilantro. It's a t- no, rose is a type of uh, flower. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is what Nadia Comaneci did. Uh, Gymnastics. Uh, this is the white stuff when it's cold outside. Snow. Uh, this is <laughs> the guy from Pooh with the long nose, the goofy looking thing. Uh, Winnie the Pooh. Tigger? No, the other one. Uh, oh, uh, pass. I'm blanking. Uh, this is where uh, Big Bird is. Sesame Street. Uh, this is the guy from the Disney movie where all the plants die, and he has to go clean up uh, on the planet. Oh, uh, Wally. Yep. Uh, this is what Harry Potter does when he uh, waves a wand. What, what? Uh, yep. No. Yeah. Yeah. He said a wand. He said waves a wand. Uh, we'll half take half it. point. Wow, that was really good. I know that was good. Uh, oh, dang. Is that we got our cup? And, yeah. and I didn't cheat. I went back to flour. And said cilantro. Yeah. <laughs> and oregano. I don't know how, how you went for the cilantro. <laughs> what I make perfume with. My cilantro, cilantro all right, so perfume. That, that was, uh, all right, so my, mic's back up. Yeah, you could put, I think you could put the mics up. That was okay. okay. Um, yeah. I edit this thing, so oh, trust me, we'll be popping okay. the mic. All right, here we go. So am I, the, which do you prefer? Okay, oh, here, here I'll go. give you clues. Okay. okay. What are you doing? This is Paige going. Oh, this is what you fly at the beach. It's a, a kite. Yep. Mm. Oh, uh, when you're driving, you can't see. It's the white Foggy. stuff. Yep. Okay. Oh, where, where the animals are behind cages. Zoo. Yep. This is... Oh, crazy. on Sesame Street, he's blue, and he Elmo. jumps up. Uh, a cookie monster. Yes. Mm-hmm. Blue Elmo. <laughs> oh, um, it's an animal white with black stripes. To zebra. To zebras. <laughs> oh, this is a ballet at Christmas time that... But, uh, Nutcracker. Yes. Ooh, wow, this is... Oh, not, not a pen good. when you Pencil. write. Yes. Oh, oh no, and Pencil. You said the first oh. part of the word. Oh. Okay, we'll take oh. right oh. Okay, this attitude. is this is a type of animal at the North Pole that is. Our, uh, polar bear. Yes. You said pole. Shut up. 
Uh, oh, you dress you dress up in costumes. <laughs> Halloween. And you, yes, yeah, yeah. Cosplay. Yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, just pass that because I don't know this clue. Oh what? Okay. Um, you're a witch. The um, the Good witch, guy. Witch it's a boy, and he wears warlock. a hat. Harry and Potter. It's um. It's warlock. Uh, oh. <laughs> that was t- wizard. Wizard. Oh, sorry. I think he's still one big. Yeah. Like what was there? How many did you get? Eight. Nine. Oh, nine. But and maybe with the if wait, wait, no. Which one was it? The pencil said, and polar no, bear pencil. are both questions. Pen, not oh, a pen, but a pencil. Come on. Polar bear, what? And All you right. had half a point on. That's right. Are we going to do the full round? or? No, we just won. We just totally oh, it's won. Just, you and I both go. They don't get to go? It's not a cumulative? Okay. That's sure. fine. Let's go. Tiebreaker. Let's go. So now each person. Well, I'm really bad at guessing. People get to tune in for 15 minutes. Yeah. What, what <laughs> category? I was going to say, I don't think. That was just kidding? Yeah. Four rounds of. Yeah, that's why I was trying to narrate during it, whereas when I went, the two of you just sat there quietly like, is it going? Right, here we I go. thought yes. that was more snarky. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. narrating. Yeah. Uh, you put these on your hands when it's cold. Gloves. But another word. Yep. Uh, you take this up. It, it puts fire into a big thing that goes up in the air. You stand in a basket. Uh, hot air balloon. Yep. Uh, this is a game with a bunch of letters that you shake. Scrabble. Yep. Oh, my God. He cheese said this all the time. Uh, not fire, but. Water. You no, know, these people that uh, take. Ice. A, no, your dad was a. Cop. M- member Police of, officer. Yes. Not fire. Oh, pass Nope. Oh, macaroni and cheese. Yes. Uh, you do this to, oh gosh, comb through what's on top of your head. Hair. But brush. Yes. Yes. <laughs> literally. Uh, this is the one uh, time a year you celebrate uh, once a year for you. Christmas, birthday. Yep. Oh. No. Oh. Pass. Oh, God. That was a Harry Potter Pass again. character. Okay. Uh, oh, you put this on your face to make yourself look pretty. You said Lotion, the word. Makeup. You said the word. You said the word. Oh, you said I the word. Said put you it on your face. To make yourself look pretty. To make you make. See? Oh, make, and that's a skull technique. All right, then we're taking away both ears. No. No. What? Pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pole over and pencil. Okay. If well, you're going to do this, pole and pencil. You're right. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. you got to be kidding me. So was that. Yes, totally. So okay. I think we get credit for that and a plus one because no. you made us wind down the clock. No. So we got eight because of the one I did wrong, but yep. we got makeup. Okay. So eight, so eight. 16. No, because you had half a point on one that you got a whole point for last time. The, uh, we're going to need to run the It's clock about to back. be game over anyway. All right, so. go ahead. Okay. All right. Oh, go it ahead. does whole replays there, huh? Okay. Uh, <laughs> your dad was, you're like, <laughs> no, not you're fire. I was like, All right, you're going. I'm horrible. Okay, here we go. But I'm going to be great. I got you. I'm so good. I'm a good clue giver, so I got you. Okay. Not a cat, but a? Dog. Mm. Uh, the, uh, the Turbo, it was a movie about these and really boat. slow animals. They leave slime behind no. them. Oh, snails. A, uh-huh. Oh. Uh, another word for rabbit, more casual. Bunny. Uh-huh. Uh, not a tiger, but a blank a king. Cheetah. Simba. Uh, oh, lion. Uh-huh. Cheetahs. Okay, you wear these when you swim. Floaties. No, the, like uh, a, the full thing. Not a bikini, suit. uh-huh. Interesting. Oh, it's a movie that they wear all red, a big eye in the middle, and oh um, my god, the, the yes, the Incredibles. Uh-huh. Starts with an eye, huh? Uh, <sighs> you take this to a choo choo, a choo choo train. Uh huh. This is not okay. This good is for not us. a. Uh, it's a character on. He talks like this. Green. Oh, Kermit. Yes. Uh, not a dog, but a cat. Uh huh. Okay, I think you guys could stop. <laughs> oh, you don't Crushed want these it. in your house. You put and so the mosquito doesn't get you. You put this on, a mosquito doesn't Mosqui- get you. Oh, the spray. Uh-huh. Uh, DEET. Uh, yeah, bug spray. Bug spray. spray. Yeah. Uh, ooh. Got it. That got it. was a route. All I right. Think. 
That was yeah. really, you're good. The fact that you got both dog and cat. I know. If you're still, no, she's good. On, we had man. some easy ones. If you're still listening, uh, the guys won. <laughs> <laughs> handle it, handle it. Wow. Thank you guys so much for Thank coming on. Thank you guys. Thanks. That was great. Oh, that was great, Thanks. Guys. This was so Thank much you. fun. Absolutely. So great to see you guys. I know. Ditto. Mm, oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. For past episodes and more, visit jakeandpage.com or get all up in iTunes or wherever you get your podcast with your fine self sitting on your fine couch. Mm-hmm. Talk to you next time. Mm. Yeah. I said, mm. Yeah.